Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Megan and Kelsey, who are raring to dole out some A's. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. You told Megan! You threw me there when you said <laughs> Megan and Kelsey instead of Kelsey and Megan. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's how I typed it. I just read it off my text to you. Oh. No, no, no. I always say, but I always say, like, your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan. And then you said your pod oh. is hosted by Megan and Kelsey. And I was like, oh, shit. It was oh, like, shit. I was like, oh, no, what's happening? Yeah, this will be the one because of that one change. Yeah. It goes in the tank, Megan. Yeah. So well, here we are. Episode 100. <laughs> How is this possible? What are the other ones even about, Megan? I don't know. I just remember that we had a song once. We did. That was my favorite one. And we had like five <laughs> guests over the course of this. The rest of, is, of this is just us being like horrifically self-indulgent. Yeah. And somehow, some way, people are like still listening. I haven't looked at the stats for a long time. I haven't either, but, like, they're still listening. Because um, every time I upload to SoundCloud, it's always like, you've had this many plays in the last week. And there's usually, like, double digits in there somewhere. I'm like, why? We haven't uploaded in a month, but cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What's up? What's up, peeps? Um. Yeah. So before we get started, because we have a plan. We made a plan a while ago for this. Um. Just thanks for uh, listening to us for our, all of this time, and in, uh, letting us think that we're funny. Yeah, it's good times, and I think it's, you know, brought light through the darkness, just like as a, a standard statement, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever darkness, for me personally. <laughs> well, I think it's been good for us to, like, maintain... A friendship now that especially Absolutely. now that we like well once we stopped working together and then once you moved to Calgary mm-hmm. it's like given us a reason to stay in touch like regularly totally agree um and every once in a while like we'll be saying something or something oh we have to talk about that on the podcast or that and so it's like given us like things to kind of focus on which has been really nice yes and I like how it has at times like even though I'm not teaching anymore, I feel like this is a perfect balance of intellectual conversation and also just straight garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much my day all the time, so there you yeah. go. That's perfect. But you also, like, talk to people during the day, and sometimes I don't see a single person, so... <laughs> yeah, but, like, there are times when I, I talk to people, but I don't yes. think they're listening. <laughs> In fact, That's I know talking they're at people. <laughs> Well, just so you know, all time, we're creeping up on 9,000 plays. And that's just on SoundCloud, right? That's just on SoundCloud, I think, yeah. Wow. So, uh, to that person in Kingston, Ontario, thanks for listening. Yeah, there's also, um, like, over 300 listens from Mountain View, California. Who are you? Where are you? What are you doing? I have a How co- can it be well, 300? I have a cousin who lives, like, just outside Mountain View, so, like, maybe, maybe it's oh. them. 
This is just so bizarre. I very got, sincerely like... hope it's not my cousin, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I love how you can see top listeners, because you can really see people just drop off. Like, our <laughs> friend Aaron, who doesn't exist, has only listened 55 times. <laughs> you know what? That's more than I was expecting. <laughs> And he's probably not listening to this, but he just got engaged recently. Congratulations there. Congrats, Mr. Robot. I was just going to say the same thing. So our plan for today is to just answer a bunch of of questions. Megan, say the title correctly. (laughs) Oops, all questions. Oh yeah, that's the plan. (laughs) I I refuse. I felt like when when I no I looked at that and I was like no I'm not gonna say that I felt like Captain Holt when he refused to use the portmanteau and said friend enemy instead of frenemy. Oh <laughs> well, we got a ton of suggestions, so thank you. Everybody. I was I was disappointed somehow that we didn't have 69 questions. I felt like that would have been really on brand. Um, but we oh, got so true. But we got 59. And so if we don't get to your question today or well, some of your questions. We're just going to keep them in the tank for those weeks when people forget that we exist. Yeah. Which is really probably one of the most, you know, planned ahead <laughs> strategies that we've ever had for this thing. It's true. It's true. Um, all right. Do you want to get started? Yeah, do it. Okay. So I'm just going to ask a question. We'll both answer and then Kelsey's going to ask one and we're just going to go back and forth. Um yeah they they're very varied (laughs) yes there is a gamut of question (laughs) topics here that is alarming and somewhere down the list there are some questions about jamie benton so you know yeah place he'd never be um (laughs) (laughs) all right first dunk of the night all right question number one who is the protagonist of the podcast Okay, I want to talk about this question because I've already forgotten, not the question, but is this something that I typed in? Yes, you typed in the first three, okay. and I was like, I don't understand why, but here we are. I think my question to you was, is this a Frankenstein's monster kind of situation? No, yeah, we were think... talking about Frozen. Were we? Yeah, and I was mad that there's no protagonist, but people still like it, and then you did that. Oh, I was like, I don't feel like we talked about Frozen that much. Well, I don't really have an answer for this one. I feel like it could be Taylor Hall. I think so. Because we're really just like a third person storytelling of his life and career. (laughs) (laughs) Through all of our... the ways in which he affects us. (laughs) Through all of our discussions of like Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's all subliminal, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we ready for two? Mm -hmm. Who is the villain? Oh, Aaron. Absolutely. Oh, I have a number of answers for this. (laughs) Okay, well, I'd love to hear them all. Okay, well, first of all, Jamie Ben. Okay. Second of all, capital W, capital M, white man. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you want to add another adjective into it, middle-aged white man. Yes, just like the patriarchy Uh, in general. Yeah, the NHL (laughs) (laughs) is for sure a villain. Yep. Um, Who else? 
my husband. <laughs> <laughs> There's a number of them. Yeah. That's what, that's what keeps this shit exciting. It's true. Sometimes our technology is the villain. That's very true. Yeah, sometimes it's the technology. Um, <clears throat> question number three. What is the central conflict of the podcast? <sighs> Probably just the patriarchy. Rather than a villain. Yeah. It just fucking stirs the goddamn pot every goddamn day of my goddamn life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Okay. Um, okay. Num- Where am I? Oh, number four. What household chore, when finished, is the most satisfying? I like it when all of the laundry's done and put away. Yeah, I think that one's my favorite, too. Or also, the dishwasher. the dishwasher, yes, because you're like, I am bulletproof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have every clothes <laughs> item that I will need. Anything can get dirty, and I can just put it away into the wet box and <laughs> pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> Those are the best, I think, for sure. Also, like having a super clean tub. Mm-hmm. Is also great, but it's just such a fucking pain in the ass to do it. What's your? I clean my tub with a magic eraser. That's very smart. Um, and it's like you can always tell when like you've gotten all the grit off because it like stops sticking to the side of the tub. And then oh you can, like, yeah, move yeah, on yeah. To the yeah. next section, it's brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Up, Mister Clean, that sexy blonde <laughs> man that Tumblr loves so much. <laughs> What is your opinion on separating the art from the artist? Ugh, this is so difficult in the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, oh man. So this is not an art or art like an art question, but like when Brett Favre was playing for the New York Jets, there was some uh discussion about how he had sent some dick pics to what's like a girl that works for the jets and i don't remember all of the details um because that was quite a number of years ago and i've mostly forgotten and i made some comment not that long ago about how brett Favre was my favorite football player and someone's like yeah but he sent a girl a dick pic and i was like yeah he did and he's still my favorite quarterback mm-hmm. and i don't really know what to tell you because if we that had to cancel me. somebody for every time they did something shitty, everyone is canceled. Yeah. That reminds me of, do you remember when we watched the PBS documentary about um, Hamilton? Mm-hmm. And David was on there saying, like, how, like, Thomas Jefferson, like, he did all these things and how it's, like, really interesting to see him in this different context. And he has that moment where he says, but he sucks. Mm-hmm. And I think that really sums it up about, like, how you can see someone's importance, but also uh, acknowledge and, like, just not whitewash the whole situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, gray areas are important. Well, and I think it's, and I think also in in certain cases, it's, like, important to remember context Mm -hmm. as well. So, uh, like talking about like certain literature um and the treatment of like certain you know ethnic groups in particular um art forms and whatnot like i'm it's not to 
not to justify it, but to remember that, like, you know, in 1902 when Joseph Conrad wrote Heart of Darkness, he wasn't exactly uh, going against the norm. No, there was a Eurocentric point of view there that was dominating philosophy. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, as much as, you know, you, you can look at it now with your 2019 lens and probably correctly say that Joseph Conrad was a racist. Um, mm-hmm. But there wasn't anything subversive about what he was writing at the time, because that's what everybody thought. Right. And so, like, I think sometimes having rem- reminding ourselves that, like, context and time is also important when you're looking at, you know, particular art forms and that sort of understanding, like, where they've come from. For sure. Um, that's hard work. And I, that, that might be the hardest question that we've got. In this list, yeah. from what I could tell. Because I, I don't think there really is a correct answer. Like, nobody is pure. I think I read an interview with Obama just a few weeks ago about this, and he was at some sort of talk, and he's like, it was about cancel culture, and he's like, essentially what you said, like, if anyone is doing something, or, sorry, there's ambiguity in everything. And it's unfair to expect people to be pure because no one is. And everyone has to make compromises and everyone has to make choices. And for you to expect someone to live a clean and perfect life isn't real. So, yeah, that's a tough one. There isn't really an answer. Well, I mean, if you look at like right now with Bill Gates saying that, like, he doesn't really know how he feels about Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax, right? Or her proposal. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure Bill could probably survive on a billion dollars and give away the other 104 that he has. Um, just fine. But I also understand kind of his perspective. That's, like, you know, as much as, as and as much of the work that he and his wife have done and through their foundations and, and, you know, donated, like, so much money to different causes and whatever. Yeah. There's still... Especially for, like, vaccines and clean water. Yeah, and, 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 but I also understand that sort of, that, that position where it's like, yeah, but this is my money. Like, I get that, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that that's necessarily the right position to have, but, like, I kind of understand it. Because, like, you know, and and so, like, you can, you can take a look at it and be like, yeah, I mean, obviously we should probably not have, like, ultra billionaires. That's probably the solution to all of the problem. But, what do you do? Mm Mm-hmm. This world's tough, man. It is. So, moving along. Oh, this is your question now. Yep. What is one show you can always rewatch and never get tired of? I know what yours is. You have a lot. I have, like... I bet you have a whole list. I have a big list. Mm-hmm. But at the top of my list is Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I was gonna say that. For and sure. then The Office. And then The Office. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. And also New Girl. Because <laughs> I could watch those shows just, like, over and over and over. It's good quality television there you've got. Mine's just The Simpsons. Yeah? Yeah. Just over and over and over and over. Never get tired of it. Um, but, like, not all of The Simpsons. Yeah, but there's enough in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's been, on, it's been on TV for, like, my entire life, so. Yeah, like, it's the same age as me. Yeah. It's literally my age. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, and so, yeah, there's enough material there even in the seasons where it's declined that... 
it'll be fine. Um, when you are driving, are you more of a music person or a podcast person? For me, it really depends on my mood. I notice that when I'm in depressive states, I can't listen to music. It's really bizarre. Okay. So I do listen to a lot more podcasts, but I'm trying to like force myself out of that because I think that music is really tied to your mood a lot and can affect your mood. So I'm trying to listen to more music. But yeah, I think I'm more of a podcast person. It depends for me on what I would say when I'm driving. I'm not really a podcast person at all, um, but I will listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. When I'm driving. But only if it's a book of something that I've already read. I can't listen to a new book. Yeah, because you can't concentrate. No. Which is one of the reasons okay. why I can't really... I, I The only podcasts I really listen to when I'm driving are, like, Puck Soup and things I don't have to think too hard about. Because I yes. can't concentrate on the driving. If Agreed. Um, but I will listen to all kinds of music. I will sing to Celine Dion all the way to work. Yeah. All 32 100%. minutes of my drive, I will just belt it out. It's great. Ugh, so good. Name a childhood movie that was still good when you watched it as an adult. Jurassic Park. For sure. I'd say The Goonies. I never liked The Goonies. I'd say Beetlejuice. Still so good. Just watched it on Halloween for the first time in like 15 years. And I was like, fuck, this movie's hysterical. When we were at Trivia uh, on Wednesday night, someone said Beetlejuice, like, because the answer to one of the questions was, like, which star in the Orion constellation is visible, whatever, whatever, or is a super red giant, or whatever it was, or a red super giant, and, of course, it's it's not Beetlejuice, that's not how you actually pronounce it, but, anyway, um, and then How someone, do you pronounce I think it? it's, it's Beetle, guys. I, I think so. Um, <laughs> I just made up noises with my mouth. <laughs> You're like, yep, that's right. I'm pretty sure it's 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 not Beetle. It's Beetle. I don't know about the last part, but it's for sure Beetle. Anyway, and so someone's like Beetlejuice. You mean Beetlejuice? And she's like, don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was a movie, right? Um, <sighs> yeah, I would say, yeah, for me, Jurassic Park, because I remember going to see it in IMAX not that long ago, and that scene in the kitchen. Oh, for sure. It's still so fucking terrifying. It's great. I remember being at, like, our um, after-school day home in, like, grade two in Saskatchewan. And me and all the other kids, like, finishing it and just going, like, at the end and just, like, doing hand trumpets and singing it over and over and over again. I would also say that, like, The Lion King... Like, yes. The animated, like, all of those movies that, like, Beauty and the Beast through, like, Pocahontas time frame. Yeah. Aladdin, love, love, love. Yeah. Totes. Um. What What is one song you can always listen to and never get sick of because it is such a bop? Oh, gosh. Um. Remix to Ignition. By R. Kelly. Talk, Talk about, about separating <laughs> art from the artist. Oh, shit. I was just thinking that oh, the song. Oh, shit. I don't know if I, I don't ever intentionally listen to this song, but whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh, this song's so good, is I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Back at One by Brian McKnight. Oh, yes. 
Yes, that's a great Walking tune. Walking away heard by it Craig David. Oh, yeah. Where is this great early 2000s, late 90s R&B? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, fuck. That Craig David song is so good. Um, Anything by Craig David. It's true. Um, Did you see he's, like, super jacked now? No, I haven't. I have He's got a good Instagram. Oh, well, I shall check that out when we are done. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, right now. Um... Yeah, no, that's... Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that Brian McKnight song. So good. Oh, damn. Jeez, um, I'm trying to think. This is... I feel like it's fresh in my mind, because with our new vehicle, we had, like, a free six-month to Sirius subscription. Okay. And my favorite <laughs> channel is 90s on 9. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> So that's why all this is coming. Oh, back I to would me. also say, um, for me, "Deliver Me" by Rock Wazine is like one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. Um, oh, really? Oh, I love it so much. And it was on the. I was listening to not the bear because the bear kind of sucks now. Um, like the music, I'm just like, ah, I don't understand any of this music anymore. So I was listening to something else, and it came on the radio, and I was just like, oh, I haven't heard this song in so long. It made me very happy. Excellent. Is it worth it to send cards to relatives by mail anymore? Absolutely. Agreed. I sent someone a birthday card and I think they were really pleased. I send Christmas cards and stuff like to my aunts. Um, I also like we communicate via text and email and stuff as well. Um, but I like sending them cards and they always send me uh, birthday cards and Christmas cards and stuff. And it's always nice to get an actual piece of mail. Yeah, that it isn't, is. That isn't like a bill. A credit card bill or the university being like, give us more money. No. Yeah. Um, no thanks. Uh, at a restaurant, would you rather try something new or stick to what you normally get? It depends. If it's at Pip, <laughs> I'm going to get that mushroom orzo every single time. Yeah, I'm going to eat the Eggs Benedict, so I don't yeah. know why I bother. It's like when I go, so Reva and I go for dinner every Monday before choir. Mm-hmm. And we always just go to Hudson's, and I get the same fucking thing every week, and I always look at the menu, and I never know why. <laughs> I know. I think, like, if I'm gonna, if I'm going out to dinner and I'm selecting a place, it's because I'm craving a specific something at that place. Uh-huh. So I'll probably just get that. Yeah, and if it's a new place, I'll probably, like, usually what I'll do if I go to a new restaurant is I'll try and, like, pick something off the menu that's like something I've had elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Because then I can compare. I always like to ask the like waiter waitress like what's your favorite dish here yeah like because that's usually something that one of the best meals that i've ever had exciting. was in montreal and uh at i can't remember what the place was called. it was a lebanese restaurant um and we didn't know what we wanted it was with Erin and reva and we just said to the waitress like what would you recommend she's like well i would do this and this and this we're like kate sounds great and it was phenomenal mm-hmm. like it was so 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 good like, they're the experts. Oh, absolutely. But, like, if you go to, like, a like a Montana's, like, I'm not going to ask them what their favorite is. Because I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to pick something that I'll probably like. Because there's no, mm-hmm. there's a little risk in places like that. For sure. But in somewhere new, I'll I'll either go with something. And if for, for me, if it's brunch, I will 100% get Eggs Benedict. Because I want to compare them to other places. <laughs> to find the best. Yeah. Well, why not? Um, 
What's the best advice you ever got from your parents? My dad always tells me, if you're going to drink and drive, make sure you have a car. Um, which I really like because it's his way of, like, reminding me to be safe is ultimately mm-hmm. what he's telling me. It's just, like, in his own little way, and I really like it. Oh, goodness. I don't think, like, we ever got advice. I don't really have one for this. Next question. Um, <laughs> what is the most delicious tea from this NHL season so far? Oh, God, I have no idea. I'm not watching any of it, so you go ahead. I'm not really watching much of it either. Uh, I get mostly most of my updates from Avery and Alex, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a thing that happened. Hey, cool. Um, like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Would it be? I think, the, I think the tea today might be Don Cherry's super racist rant last night on Hockey Night in Canada, and Sportsnet actually had to issue an, a statement. Seriously? Yeah, he went on and on about how immigrants don't buy poppies, and like since they live in Canada, they should, essentially, was his... Go fuck yourself, Don Cherry. Yeah, and Sportsnet actually had to issue a statement saying that, like, his views don't represent the network. I'm like, but but he that's the sole platform that he has is your network, so it kind of does. Yeah. Please also fire him. Yeah. Uh, what Netflix holiday movie are you most excited about? The fucking one with Rob Lowe. I know. Uh, Did you know of that one before he sent you that photo? No. <laughs> like, not at all. But it, was it looks amazing. Rob Lowe and fucking elephants, apparently. And I'm like, done deal, let's have it. I'm yeah, sorry. he, like, meets... I was just looking for something to watch on Netflix, and I was just, like, endlessly scrolling. And he meets, um, what's her name from Sex in the City? Charlotte, whatever, it? yeah. Yeah. Whatever, I can't remember the actress's name. And from what I've gleaned, she and her husband, like, legit split two days before their, like, Christmas holiday in Africa. Okay. And so he just, like, bumps into her at a restaurant or something like that, and I'm assuming wild shit happens. So very excited about that and one. And because it's not a Hallmark movie. What, you think they're going to bone? No, they're not going to bone, but you, because oh. it's because it's not a Hallmark movie, you're not going to have to wait until the end of the movie for them to kiss. Guaranteed. Oh, I see. I'm excited for the Amelia Clark one with Henry Golding. Oh, yeah. What's that? La- Last oh, it's right here. Last Christmas. Yeah. yeah, that one will be good. Yeah. All the Netflix ones look quite good. They really do. They really, really do. I watched this one Hallmark one, like, yesterday called Two Turtle Doves. Uh, which I know the title. I mean, I was, I was I read this ridiculous Twitter thread about like the naming of these movies, and it was really funny. But this one is about uh, this woman. Her grandma dies and like leaves her the house and whatever. And part of her grandma's like tr- Christmas traditions involved these ornaments. And somehow she had this set from like the Twelve Days of Christmas, but she never had like the actual wooden t- turtle doves. She had everything else. And then while she's in the process of like going kind of going through the house and whatever and like kind of living out these traditions she the lawyer who's helping her with the estate his daughter's like i don't know she's probably like 10 8 i don't know something like that anyway of course somehow they end up bonding and whatever whatever um and at the end of it all uh obviously this woman and the lawyer they end up falling in love because of course they do 
Um, but there was like a nice little like actual connection between like the title of the movie and oh, something that actually happened in the movie, and I was like, oh, cool, that's fun and exciting. Isn't it funny how some of those movies are just like Mad Libs? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Christmas Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. Next question. Um. Oh. Yeah, FMK, new Christmas movie edition. Rob Lowe, Christmas in the Wild. Josh Whitehouse, The Night Before Christmas. Uh, or Henry Golding, Last Christmas. I have to look up who Josh Whitehouse is. Yeah, I don't know who he is either. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> is that a good reaction or? Um, he's like. Oh, that guy. Well, he, I'm gonna kill you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he. the The second picture that comes up on the Google image result. Yeah. Not good. Not great. Uh, I'm I'm gonna marry Henry Golding. And then you're gonna fuck Roblo. I guess so. I think that sounds about right. FMK, Megan. Although the only thing about the I was just thinking oh. about this the only thing about Rob Lowe is because I don't know if you've ever seen his like kids dunking on him on Instagram. Um, yeah. It would be kind of fun to just be around for that to see you know to see the reaction to that. For sure. Because I like his kids dunking on him is really really funny. Yes, this is yeah this is a good question for me. Go for it. FMK, Aaron Rodgers, Clay Matthews, Aaron Judge. Uh, so I know this question came from Sid because my reaction to her when she sent it to me was you monster. Um, and I've thought a lot about it and I don't have an answer Oh, because I don't know. I've well, re- you, this is the question. I've, I know. I, do, I just don't know. I have a really mean thing to say about Aaron Rodgers and his family. So if you married him, you'd never have to meet his family. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. I th- love it. Love it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think. Oh, I don't know. I really like. I. I don't think I can kill anybody. I think that's the problem. And that's where I've been like struggling because I can see like all three of them in either of the other two spots without a problem. But the, I was like, who am I going to murder? I do not know. So is this like a new category of like triple? FWB friends with benefits. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Okay. Um. No, actually, that's a lie. I think you married Clay Matthews. Um. Yeah, I think you married Clay Matthews. Is Aaron Judge just too young for you? No, he's like twenty-eight. He's fine. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was like a boy wonder. No, no, he baseball rookies. Or like anywhere between like eighteen and twenty five because of like the minor league system and playing college ball and stuff. It's not like in the NHL where a rookie is like nineteen at the most. Oh my god, he's twenty seven. No. So no, he's not too young. No. Oh my god, he's the same age as Taylor Hall for three more days. Yep. Wow. So thank you, Mary Clay Matthews. Okay. <laughs> Just, I, thank you. Well, no, I mean, and the only reason I say that is because of the three of them, uh, he's, like, settled down, married, and has had has kids, and is, like, you know, settled into his life. So you're just really happy to break that up? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, no, but I'm just saying that at this point of the three, he's, like, definitely the most willing to, like, commit, like, commit, commit long term. Right, 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 gotcha. That's, that's really all I'm saying. 
Um, and then I just don't know. I, I can't kill it. I just can't do it. It's not, it's not possible. The thought of it broke my brain, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> so, like, cause, like, I, no, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, we're just gonna have, uh, yeah, like, a double friends with benefits, and then Mary Claire Matthews, problem solved. No death. Because there's one later in here that's a triple murder, so it, it all balances out. Okay, great. Great, yeah. great, great. What about you? What would you do in that situation? <laughs> oh, um... I think I'd fuck Aaron Rodgers. I'm just doing this very dispassionately. I can, I can um, tell. <laughs> kill Aaron Judge and Mary Clay Matthews. <sighs> Sorry. What are your favorite That's animated what they call shows? Me. Uh, Simpsons. Bob Burgers. I liked Tuca and Birdie when it was on. I wish they would have renewed that show. It was funny. Um. Fuck. That's all I can think of right now. I don't watch a lot of television. Uh, I like Bob's Burgers. I like Archer. I like Bojack Horseman. You know what's really funny is I really love um, H. John Benjamin as Bob, but I cannot fucking stand him as Archer, and I can't watch that show. That's because Archer's such a douchebag. But, like, how different are he and Bob truly? Oh, I know. Like, But, they're no, they're very different. Like, Bob's, like, the reason that Bob, you don't think Bob is a douchebag is because Bob is a family man. That is literally the reason, because they're basically the same person. Yeah. Um... But that, it's just so funny that that voice is, like, for both of those characters, and, like, they could not be more different. Yeah. In the way that, like, in everything, in their appearance, in, like, their mannerisms, like, they're just so opposite, and I think it's really funny that it's the same person voicing them. Um, finish this sentence. A recent study has revealed that 69% of NHL players... Have used a homophobic slur in the last year. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and would and definitely <laughs> voted for Trump and or Andrew Scheer. Boom, mm-hmm. done. Next question: Which universe would you least like to live in? The DC universe, the Star Wars universe, or the dating Jamie Ben universe? This is brutal because it's terrible and bleak as the DC universe is. Can you imagine the dating Jamie Ben universe? No, I think that would be the one. I think I think in order of which ones I'd like to live in, Star Wars, DC, dating Jamie Ben. Yeah, because at least in Star Wars, it seems like even like the poorest among you can space travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> and there's like fun little droids. Yeah, for sure. They give you thumbs up with flames. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is the funniest? Taylor Hall versus boating exams. Jamie Benn versus Cunnilingus. Wow. Took me a while for that. Milan Lucic versus Hockey. I think right now, in the context of what's happening, Lucic versus Hockey is the funniest. Um, Because he was suspended for a couple games, and I'm very certain that the Flames didn't miss him at all. Uh... They, when I was at the game on Thursday, they are still using him on the power play, and I have no fucking clue why. Oh, 
Oh, he's so bad. It's because he's getting paid $900 million a year. Like, oh, so fucking I Honestly, stupid. though, I think, like, in all truth, I think the Taylor Hall versus the boarding exams is the funniest because he owns it now. Oh, for sure. I think that's, like, he's very self-aware and he's just like, yeah, I was dumb. What are you going to do? My favorite thing, like, was it last year, two years ago, is when he would, like, quote tweet himself and be like, what the hell was he <laughs> Yeah, like, he knows, right? And so I'm, I'm good. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Okay. You're um, up. What would a world populated by clones of you be like? Oh my god, <sighs> if it was for me, fucking everything would just make sense. Like, <laughs> the world would just run properly and orderly and well. And it would just, like, there'd be no, like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this happening? Why are you driving 30 kilometers an hour when the speed limit is 60? I know it's snowy, but why are you here? Like, there would be none of those questions. Because I would never allow that to happen. See, in a world populated of clones of me, nothing would be get, would get done because everyone would be too cautious and afraid to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd just be inside. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be inside. Uh, oh, I just think, oh man, a world populated by just clones of me would be incredible. I think yours would be much more positive than mine. <laughs> Yeah, like it would All just... my clones would be like, why are we even here? What is the point of life? <laughs> and my clones would be like, well, we're going to go to the bookstore now. <laughs> yeah. And buy more books. Um, okay. What old person things do you do? I don't know. That's a great question. My The question 24 is the opposite of this one. So, like, what old person things do you refuse to do? But... Um, an old person thing that I do is wear a house coat. I feel like that's an old person thing. Um, Kleenex boxes everywhere. <laughs> that's an old person thing for sure. Oh, just like a cupboard full of old expired medicine. <laughs> yeah, I have one of those too. That's great. I should probably clean that up this week. <laughs> I don't know if I do any like super old person things. Oh, complain about youth music today. I do that. That is true. And also they're made up words. And they're terrible fashions. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Just go to the next question, because it's extremely good, um, <laughs> considering. What did you think was cool when you were young, but isn't cool now? <laughs> I think, like, being, like, mean to family, or, like, rude to your parents, or, like, thinking your parents are lame or stupid, and, like, not wanting to talk to them and be around them. Mm -hmm. That was really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, like, or, yeah, pretending that they didn't know what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. When, like, as my dad likes to say, the older I get, the smarter he gets. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Should have just listened to you yeah. when, I was, when I was a kid. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I don't know. I think that's all I got. Uh, what did your parents do as a child that bugged you and so you never do as an adult? So, like... My example to explain this question is, I fucking hated it when every goddamn house I lived, the thermostat was set at 16 degrees. 
I was so tired of being cold all the fucking time, so I refuse to do that as an adult. Oh. It is a livable temperature. <laughs> um, if it's cold, yes, you may put on a sweater. You should have a sweater on already. But if it's that cold, let's turn it up a degree. Um, for me, it's leaving. I turn lights off all the time. Mm. My mom leaves like every light in the house on. And it yes, 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 me yes. Insane. Yeah. Like in the summertime. Their, my mom and dad's, the back of their house, like their kitchen, family room, whatever, faces south, so it's bright all mm-hmm. day long, and she will still have the kitchen light on. Like, it drives me absolutely mental. And so part of, like, when, whenever my parents come over, my dad's always like, so dark in here. And I was like, yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Another one of mine is using the drive through and, like, idling your vehicle at every goddamn chance you have. Just turn it off. Just go inside. Like, what? Ugh, that drives me crazy. I don't mind using the drive-thru if it's not busy. But I always find when the drive is really busy, you can just go inside and it's not as busy. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of my... But, like, if there's no one in line in the drive-thru, or sometimes late at night, obviously, when you can't go inside. But if there's no one in line in the drive-thru, I'll just go and it's, like, just as quick. Um, but it has nothing to do with, like, well, we never went to the drive-thru when I was a kid. Ever, ever. Um, okay, if you were in a witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go? Uh, Busty St. Clair. Ah! <laughs> or Jesty LaRue. <laughs> um, oh, should I go to New Zealand for Shirzies? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't even know what my name would be. I haven't thought that far, but I would just go to Ireland. I'd just go to the West and then just like travel around from town to town. It'd be great. Excellent. And I'd make up fake uh, backstories for myself everywhere that I went. <laughs> Become the the skin changer, the roving legend. Yes, exactly. If you were given 1,000 acres of land, what would you do with it? I would, Okay. I have an answer to this one. I know. I found this one just for you. So I would build a fence, a high fence, eight feet high, but you can't see through. And then I would put my house right in the middle of the thousand acres. And I would have one road with like an electronic gate to get to my house. And that's it. It would be like living on an island without having to live on an island. It'd be amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. And then I could just, like, go out in my backyard or onto my property, literally anywhere, and just, like, take pictures of the stars and stuff and never have to worry about, like, light. Because Other a thousand people, acres yeah. is a lot of land. That's a shit ton. Mm-hmm. just going to do a quick googly googly about what a thousand acres would be. I don't really know how big an acre is as a size. Well, did you know it's a novel by Jane Smiley? <laughs> That's what comes up when you Google a thousand oh. acres, so I'm just going to give up on that. Interesting. You um, answer the question, I'll figure out how big it is. I would for sure make a wildlife preserve that, like, no one's allowed to hunt on. Okay. That would be super. See, you're, like, so much better than I am. I'm just like, Mom, no. 
Um, but in doing so, like, no one's allowed to go there, so still mine. Okay. Here's a here's maybe a way. What has names? Oh my god, I don't know how to. Here's maybe a way to visualize this. Okay. Um, how many acres is a football field? A football field, a U.S. like an American football field, is one point three two acres. In holy shit! So, holy shit! <laughs> Thousand acres is a fuck ton of space. So you're looking at the side, the equivalent of seven hundred and fifty-seven and a half U.S. football fields. That's a yeah, lot I, of fucking space. Yeah, I do wildlife preserve for sure. You're, you're a much better person than I am. I was I just like, I'm gonna build a fence <laughs> and fucking keep everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no one would ever come to my house just like now um would <laughs> be great okay are you ready yep fmk jason kenny andrew shear stephen harper i fucking hate this one so much well i'm gonna say this this is when you line them up like dwight did in that one episode of the office to show how to kill toby bin laden and hitler all at the same time and you just shoot them all in the head yeah next question <laughs> um Favorite show you recorded? Did you write this one? No. I would never. I don't really know what this means. Well, what's our favorite, sh- like, what's our favorite episode? Oh, well, I That's see. how I read it. Um. Oh, I haven't recorded anything for an extremely long time. What do you got? I think the, our, my favorite one that we recorded was that one at your house, your old apartment up by Westmount on like a Friday night. I think it's like the one where Kelsey cried, I think is what we called it. Oh. Is maybe that I can't it's the one with like the Jamie Benn joke about Taste of Edmonton. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite one that we ever did. Because it was it just went off the rails so fast and there was no way we could recover. And then by the time we got to the end we're like, no, we're fucking done. <laughs> I think mine is still like the song one because you were so upset about it and i was just like i'm fine thinking about it right now just stresses me out (laughs) i love it um why is it so cold (sighs) because we live in a hellscape we choose to live in a nation where god hates us <laughs> oh so it's god's fault hey well yeah it's is, god's fault that, that's a direction i did not expect your answer to take um, yeah the god in which i do not believe <laughs> is taking blame for this um i think that it is so cold because it's winter time uh and we live far enough north of the equator that it gets cold yeah, it's still a bummer, though. It is a bummer, but at the same time, I would take this. Uh, I prefer I prefer our, like, actual defined seasons. Yeah, me too. Over not. So, I don't know. Whatever. It's probably going to be shitty and cold all winter. That's okay. Uh, this one's more directed at me, I think, but would you cheer for Hall if the flames go after him at the deadline? Well, 100% yes. Yeah, why not? 
Like, what do I care? I'm very clearly now a player fan, not a team fan, so yes. Yeah, it doesn't bug me. No. Whatever. What is the weirdest gift you've ever received? I have a great one for this one. Um, My dad, as you know, travels a lot for work. And when we were kids, he would bring us back shot glasses from each, like, city. Okay. And I was, like, seven. <laughs> I was like, Dad, what am I going to do with a shot glass? Like, what the fuck? Still to this day, I, like, don't understand why he would do that. Okay, whatever, dude. I'd kind of forgotten until right now. I have a five-ounce shot glass that a friend of mine, when she was living in Fort McMurray, gave me, which I think is just really funny. Because it's some <laughs> joke about how everything's bigger in Fort McMurray. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> because of, you know, all of, like, the, the machines and stuff, which I just thought was really funny. But I was like, five ounces? Jesus. Um, no, the weirdest gift I've ever got was when I moved into my place, and I had a housewarming, and I got this um, tea kettle and teacup from a friend, or teapot and, and teacup from um, some friends, because they had got it as a wedding gift. And what it was, it was, like, the, the mug sat on top of the... Or no, the pot sat on top of the mug, maybe, so there's two handles on it, and there was this, like, grotesquely painted face uh, <laughs> on it. And, and it had a name, and there was, like, a whole line of them. Uh, and I can't remember what her name was. Like and an was, anthropomorphic... Yeah, kind of. They were just fucking terrifying. Um, and so what we did in our little group of friends is every time somebody, like, either got married or moved into a new house, they got the... the they got it as the present. <laughs> um, because, like, the wedding that I had gone to was like two weeks I think before when I when I my housewarming and so like they got this thing and they're like what the fuck and so then my housewarming was the next big event so I got this thing and then I passed it on to another friend who moved into a place and then we just have sort of so it's gone through it's basically gone through a circle of friends twice except I've only had it once because I never got married so <laughs> that's oh I need to see a picture of this fucking thing I don't know I'll see if I can I don't, I don't have a picture of it I'll see if I can track down one it's the it's hideous and so we've all signed it with our dates like the date on it or whatever when we received it and when we passed it on and that kind of thing uh, but yeah because I've never been married I have been fortunate enough to only have that thing in my house once <laughs> and that you haven't is, had the curse bestowed upon that you that's literally a good enough reason never to get married <laughs> to For never sure. fucking see that thing again because uh, it was terrifying well, I like this question because it's relevant to what you just said. What single thing makes you the most nostalgic? <laughs> um, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, when I was a kid, when I was in kindergarten, I have two things. My dad uh, plays hockey still, and him and my mom used to go this tournament in Victoria every year uh, mm -hmm. in the wintertime. It was always in January and I used to stay with my grandparents and whatever and dad told me that year that I was in kindergarten that he'd bring me back something big like an elephant uh, and then he found this like stuffed elephant puppet. Oh yes! Oh yes! I still have it and it's like it came to it came to Ireland with me and yeah he's that's my, my favorite thing that I have I think um is that and because you know he brought me back something big like an elephant which was really nice and then I was also I was pretty young when this happened to my grandpa um my grandma used to collect salt and pepper shakers 
Mm-hmm. Like, how she had, like, 2,500 pairs of them. And so when I would stay with him, sometimes we'd go to, like, flea markets and antique shows and stuff, and we'd, you know, buy some, you know, boxes of them or whatever. And she kept, like, meticulous records of them and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know if my grandpa loved it, but, you know, here we were. Uh, and one time, I was probably about five, and I was walking with him uh, in this flea market, and Grandma was looking at stuff, and he reached over and, like, took my hand, and he had a little, like, eraser shaped like the sun that he put mm-hmm. into my hand, and I still have that, too. Oh, Those are so cute. Such cute little, like, totems. Yeah. I think for me, it would be, like, our obnoxious travel sand collection that we have in our living room because we don't really take souvenirs from places but except for soil and rocks and things like that so and we write where it's from and the date and all that stuff on it so probably that stuff did you smuggle sand out of hawaii of course (laughs) it's okay multiple times i've smuggled lava rocks out of there before um I felt a little bit guilty about it. Uh, okay. Uh, you are a mad scientist. What scientific experiment would you run if money and ethics weren't an issue? Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. That's a great question. Uh, All-female utopia. Yes. With just Chris Pine there, right? <laughs> So we're just like a real world Wonder Woman. Yeah, a real. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say her, a real world utopia. <laughs> just all the women and then Chris Pine. Yeah, just a real world Wonder Woman. I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, That's if a you were... great question. Oh. I'm just. I was just oh. trying to think of something. My problem is the ethical like roadblock. I can't. But if it's not an issue, I know. But I can't. I can't get around that. I don't know. I'm not sure what I would do. Maybe I would... Actually, you know what I would do? I know what I would do. I would see if I could put Lennon's brain into a dead body and see if I could reanimate it. Oh, so just straight Frankenstein situation. Well, why not? That's what, this, that's what they wanted to do when he died. So let's see if, it, let's see if it'll work. Okay. Uh, if you were immortal for a day, what would you do? Oh, anything that scares me. I'd like... You know, go bungee jumping or, like, base jumping or whatever. Because, like, if I died, I would not... You know what I mean? If it got hurt bad enough that I could potentially die, I still wouldn't die. So I would go do that kind of stuff. Hmm. Do you think you would still have fear if you went, like, skydiving and knew that whatever happens, you're going to live? Probably not. Huh. Not in the same way. Um, I think a more interesting question is if you were, like, invisible for a day. That's a way more interesting oh. question. Is it weird that I'd still stay at home? <laughs> <laughs> Except Chris would come home and be like, where are you? And I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay, assuming, let's let's change the question. Because I think the, the immortal, like, I mean, you're not going to die. So, like, there's so many things you can just do. Yeah. So, if you were invisible for a day, what would you do? And you have to leave the house. Oh, damn it, Megan. It's so fun if you just sit there. You know what would be really cool? Mm. Is just, like, 
go to say Wem and just like walk around naked for an hour. <laughs> yeah. That would be excellent. Yeah. Or like like yeah, like go like go skinny dipping in public or whatever. Like at, yeah. at the water park. Yeah, the water park. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that wouldn't be, that would be, like, it would be just annoying that you could just do it and no one would ever find out is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also love to just, like, go to the mall and just, like, not have a single man look at me ever. You know what I would really love to do because I'm just an absolute asshole? I would love to, like, just ride the, the, the LRT or, like, or whatever and trip people as they walk by. But not everybody, right? Just like everyone's know, you know what I mean? Like it just, just like a someone or like someone who's talking on like on their fucking speakerphone as they're walking, and just like stick my foot out and trip them, or just like boop, hang up, or yeah, something like fuck, that'd be amazing, or like knock their their phone out of their hand without them knowing. What just happened? be like a social graces police for a day. Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. Huh. And then like obviously there's you know. I mean, oh, I just think it'd be super, super great. And you see, like, you know, camera footage of that, of people just tripping over nothing. Oh, for sure. It would look phenomenal. All right. Um, if Mars was habitable, would you accept a one-way ticket there? 100% yes. Absolutely. Would I be there by myself is the real question. Because if the answer is yes, then sign me the fuck up. Um, hmm. I used to think that, but I think I would need somebody with me. But hell yeah, living on another planet? Let's do it. Uh, would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or never get another cold? Well, I'm like low-key sick all the time, so like, I don't know. I don't really notice it anymore. Hmm. But, like, being stuck in traffic really, really fucking sucks. See, there's no good qualifier on this. this is a, it's a shitty question because if I just say I'd rather never be stuck in traffic again, it doesn't say that I'm going to have a cold every day for the rest of my life. Oh, I see. Right? I'm going to just never be stuck in traffic again. Oh, I'd never get another cold ever. Because I just, well, I'm going to go live in the Star Wars universe where, like, I can space travel, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> traffic is a moot point. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic is a On Mars. Point. In my crisp yes. my crisp pine female only utopia. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be so good. Let's write this movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you rather never use social media sites or apps again or never watch another movie or TV show? Obviously TV. I would never rather never use social media ever again. Yeah. Next question. Uh, if you could go back in time and make little changes to your childhood, what is one thing you'd learn and master over the years so you'd be an expert at it today? Oh, I would go back and play the piano. Yeah, I wish I would have stuck with it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That would be the thing. That's the thing I probably... Well, maybe not the piano, but an instrument of some kind. And maybe I'd go back to when I uh, was in grade six registering for junior high and maybe I would have taken band. Band was really fun. I... Yeah, I just wish I would have stuck with music because i didn't do that because the way that our like options were structured in junior high band was full year and then french was full year and i didn't have an option my parents like no you're taking french and we only got two Uh, options and i didn't want to only have those two mm. so i didn't take band and i wish i had 
Um, who would play you in a movie about your life? And who would play me? I know who would play me in the movie about my life. Yes. Rebel Wilson. Dundee. Oh, shit, that's good. And then you could be... Anna Kendrick would be you. <laughs> Problem solved. The best. Oh, if only I had her pipes. That works for me. Um... What's a movie you can practically quote from start to finish? Um, it used to be Braveheart. I've watched that movie I don't even know how many times. Um, and more so than quoting it from start to finish, I also would able, was able to like listen to the soundtrack and know exactly what was happening on screen. At that moment. That's dedication, man. Because it's also a really great soundtrack. Um... I used to fall asleep to it a lot. Um, I don't know, though, anymore. I don't know if I have one. I know most of, like, The Lion King uh, and Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Because I've watched them 8,000 times. What about you? Um, All three Lord of the Ringses and then Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I... I can't quote it, like, word for word, start to finish, but, like, I know The Fast and the Furious pretty well, as well. Um, yeah. But not, like, not as well as this question is maybe asking. Which, (laughs) here's a question for you. Which one of those are you most proud of and least proud of? (laughs) Which? (laughs) Um... Oh boy, uh, I feel like I feel like that's a dig on my love of the Fast and the Furious. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I would say, well, no, let's say like the Lion King because it's the one that I've known the longest. Mm-hmm. Like it's been in my head for twenty five years, right? Um, but I'm okay with knowing Fast and the Furious. Okay. I'm alright with it. <laughs> I, I got no qualms. Uh, if you built... Ooh, I like this one. If you built a themed hotel, what would the theme be and what would the rooms look like? And where on Mars would it go? Is really... <laughs> I was just gonna say... <laughs> it would, the theme would be isolation and it would be <laughs> one room and it would be my home on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Whatever it is, I want it to, like, have a kitchen from a Nora Ephron movie. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, okay. Um, okay. So let's think about this. Does it have to be... So it's the whole... Like, so the whole hotel is the same theme. Yeah. It's not like the Fantasyland Hotel where there's, like, different... But could the theme of the hotel be theme... Just like that fucking office episode with Kelly's birthday. Mm-hmm. Where the like where she gets to pick the theme, whether she gets or whether she gets to pick like the hour of TV or the hour of a nap. Yeah. That that's what it could be. It could be like choose your own theme. Exactly. Oh that's what we could do. Here's okay, here's what I would do. That's hundred percent what it would be like a choose your own adventure thing. So like when you did when you booked, you'd have to like answer all of these questions. Oh, like so it's like a personality and then, test. Yeah, and then it like, then the room that you end up getting is like essentially styled in the way that you want it to be styled. 
So essentially what we're doing is we're building a BuzzFeed quiz hotel. We're, no, we're building like an Inception hotel. Like, you know how in the dream world, how he creates like their home in that apartment building? Yes. That's what we're doing. Excellent. But it's like exactly what it's tailor made like to every guest sort of um, particulars, including like including linens, like everything. I love it. I think it'd be great. Let's do it. Let's put it in a movie. If we're going to write so many movies after this. If you could hack into one, any one computer, whose computer would you choose? Ugh, nobody's. I don't want to know that much about anybody. <laughs> like, I just... Like, I just... Oh, I don't, I, I don't know what the answer to the question is. Can I hack into, like... I don't know. No, I don't want to hack into a person's computer. What about, like, a bank's computer system? And then just, like, redistribute all of the wealth. In like some Swiss, sure. in some Swiss bank, let's do that, or like some bank in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, I was gonna say Caymans for sure. Let's just do that. Okay, for the next two questions, they're on the assumption that you've seen The King. I have not, but I'm going with it. Oh, okay. I I have seen, I have seen him in the chainmail though, so I can answer the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, is there anything more pretentious than the concept of method acting? I'm assuming your answer is no, because you asked the question. <laughs> yeah, this one was mine. <laughs> Explain. I think it's so stupid. Like, you are not... You are not a different person. You're playing pretend a different person. Don't get someone to address you as fucking... Who knows? King George the Seventh. Like... But, like, what if your notion of... Get over yourself. Yeah, but what if your idea of method acting is just, like, you just... It's not that you need to necessarily be addressed that way, but you're just, like, you, you stay in character as much as possible with, like, speech and whatever, so that when you are back... Sure, that's fine, being, so you don't lose it. You know, then when you're back being filmed, like, you're not having to recover that piece of the character. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, don't be a douche. You're playing pretend. Um, this, I laughed out loud for watching The King. I really enjoyed that film, by the way. I'm excited for you to watch it to see what your review is. But, um, what other example in a movie made you laugh out loud? Like, the ridiculousness of Timothy, and this is his nickname in the movie, Big Dog. (laughs) (laughs) That I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. Chalamet in Chain Mail. Do you want another example? Yes. Peter Dinklage playing the giant in Infinity War. <laughs> Fuck, that was so funny. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that until just now. Um, I never can. Oh, God, that's so funny. Shit, that was a good scene. Because, um, yeah, we went to see that together, didn't we? And you we just did. couldn't handle it. I couldn't. <laughs> I kept saying, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, I think oftentimes for me, it like, I'd have to, I'd have to really think about, for me, it's always when it's, like, really shitty green screening. That's always when I'm, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no way. Because, like, I just, I just can't. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have a really hard time staying in the movie. Um, although I would, I would say probably, now that I think about it, uh, on my like most recent rewatch of Leap Year, where I was like, "Wait a fucking minute, <laughs> this geography lesson does not make any sense." 
Yeah, I think that's your big one. I think that's my big <laughs> one. Sure. Also, Wolverine's jacket at the end of his origin movie. Which is, like, a whole big thing. Have I ever talked about this with you? What are you talking about? Okay. His jacket? Okay, so. If Riva actually listens to this episode, she's rolling her eyes right now. Um, so, at the in, in the X-Men trilogy, right? Like, the, the one that ends with The Last Stand. Uh-huh. Logan, Wolverine, whatever. His, like, his, his costume is a very important part of who he is. Right? Like, yes. it's it's very easily, he's very easily identifiable, and part of what he wears all the time is a leather jacket. Yeah. In his origin movie, he's gifted the leather jacket by his foster parents, and when okay. he gets it, if I remember correctly, he, they're, like, they're killed, essentially, basically right when he gets this jacket, because there's, like, people after him, right? Because of, of his mutant abilities yes. and whatnot, right? So at the end of that movie, and sorry for the spoilers, but it's so fucking old, I don't even care. Um, he gets in the plane, piloted by Gambit, to go and, like, save the kids to take them back to Professor X. Mm-hmm. Right? What he does to go and save these, like, mutant children is he jumps out of a plane, and because he's Wolverine and practically immortal, maybe that's what I would do, see if this would work, um, he leaves his jacket, he takes his leather jacket off on the plane, and then Gambit, like, ends up getting the kids and taking them away. But Wolverine jumps out of the plane, skids across the water like a skipped rock, which is really kind of funny. Uh, goes and fights a bad guy, gets shot in the head with an adamantium bullet, and he can't remember who he is. He's, like, completely lost his memory. But then, without any, like, anything in between in the next movie, and then again in, like, the trilogy, he's got his fucking jacket back. But if he doesn't know who he is, how would he know to get his jacket back? Huh. And... I will bring this up every once in a while with revenge. It's like, you need to get over this situation. I will not. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you are having trouble with plot problems in an X-Men movie, ugh. But all I'm saying, the only you're reason, have a lot of problems. The only reason it bothers me is because they made such a big deal about him getting the jacket and as this like right. big part of his identity. And then he like literally does not know who he is. That's major continuity problems. It, it really is. Anyway. So every once in a while I will talk about... That's like a real Wolverine's jacket situation. Reeves like, you need to shut up. <laughs> Which is fair. Alright, are you ready? Yep. FMK New Jersey Devils edition. PK Subban, Miles Wood, Taylor Hall. There's only one correct answer for this. Oh, give it to me because I'm struggling. No, I want Oh, really? You have to... Yep. I love PK, but you gotta kill him. Okay, that's what I was he's thinking, too. He's way too annoying. Like, he's great, but he's way too annoying. I think I think he fucked Miles Wood, and I think he married Taylor Hall. Yeah, um, okay. I, wow. I feel like, Here we go. I feel like that's where you gotta go with that one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the answer. Yeah. Um, FMK Coffee Snobs Edition. People who say espresso. People who claim Tim Hortons is good coffee. And people who claim Starbucks is good coffee. Okay, you murder the people who say espresso because it's not the right word. There's no fucking X in that word, so just say espresso like you're supposed to. 
But then here's the thing about the coffee. I don't think it matters. Some people like Tim Hortons coffee. Some people like Starbucks coffee. Some people think both of it is swill. Some people drink garbage coffee from the gas station. So I don't really think that you can, you know, I don't know. I think that's like a non-issue. Oh, okay. You're not a coffee drinker. No, I'm not. Right? So, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a problem with Tim Hortons coffee. I get what people are saying. It kind of always tastes like it's burnt, but, like, eh. It's not as bad as the stuff that we drink at work, so. Here we, you know. But also, like, it's, as I've said before, it's hot bean water. Like, (laughs) what do you expect it to taste like? It's true. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think anybody, I think, I think with the real, the real, I'm going to turn this one around here. I think you still murder the people who say espresso because they're wrong. But then I mm-hmm. also think you kill people who make a fight out of, like, what kind of coffee is better. You just murder them, yeah. too. Sure. Yeah. Love it. And then drink your coffee. <laughs> All-female Chris Pine Utopia. Yes. <laughs> Where does Adam Driver fit in all of this? I gotta think. Megan. I gotta think about this No. One. No. <laughs> I've got to think about this one for a while. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Carry on. Carry on. It's your turn. Oh, it? oh my bad. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if money and education were no object, what would you make your job right now? Oh, I'd be like a writer, photographer. Just go travel. Um. Yeah, something related to travel. Travel writer. I think it'd be amazing. Like if you just to go somewhere and write about it and take pictures and like, you know people read your stuff and look at your stuff and then someone pays you to like go somewhere else it can be incredible yeah have it comped oh <laughs> the best yep uh best podcast you've ever listened to oh that's a good question i have a specific episode of a podcast that i listen to over and over and over again because it's probably the most hysterical hour of my life okay what is um it? so paul f tompkins a few years ago did a podca- podcast called the Dead Authors Podcast. Okay. Where he plays H.G. Wells. Okay. Who takes his time machine into the past and brings to the present an author to discuss their work. And each of the authors is played by an improv comedian. And the best one, I think, is Jason Manzukis as, as um, Socrates. <laughs> Okay. Wait, is it? No, it's Plato. I think it's Plato. Oh fuck. Okay, it doesn't matter. Now I gotta confirm. No, it truly um, doesn't matter. It sounds delightful. Yeah, it's it gets fucking nuts, and because Jason Manzukis is so <laughs> he's so charismatic that he just says the most horrible things about young boys, <laughs> and the crowd boos him, and then he keeps winning them back. Is fucking phenomenal. Highly recommend. All right. Um, I really liked a podcast I listened mm. to called In the Dark. Yes. And the two seasons that I listened to, one was about the disappearance of like this kid, and the other one was about um, someone who had been wrongfully convicted of murder. And it was just sort of about like the. Uh, it was putting together these cases like after the fact. It was fascinating. Uh, and it was really nice. really interesting. Um, what is your favorite comfort food? Oh, oh, who gave this, this one? This is from Jess. It's from Jess. She says Annie's mac and cheese. I've never had Annie's mac and cheese. Me neither. 
um, anything that's cheese and pasta. So I guess it's fucking Annie's mac and cheese. I like... I like eggs. Mm-hmm. As a comfort food. Or, like, a good bowl of soup. Like, a good bowl of homemade soup. Oh, fuck yeah. Is really, with, like... I'll die for soup. With, like, some, some good bread to dip it in. Or dip in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... A good pasta dish, yeah, with cheese. For sure with cheese. Uh, there doesn't have to be anything else. Just pasta and cheese is fine. Um, what else do I like? I think that's about it. Actually, no, I also really like a good egg salad sandwich. Ugh. And the best ones that I ever had were when I was living in Ireland. You, at Starbucks, you could get egg salad sandwiches. Uh, and it was like, they were really, really good. The bread was good. There was alfalfa sprouts on them, and then some cheese, and then the egg salad, and it was delicious. What cheese goes with egg salad? I was like a kind of like well, it was I wasn't a white cheddar, but it was like a kind of like like an Emmental that had a little bit of like that Swiss cheesy kind of oh, taste. Oh, I see, I see, I see. A more like bitter cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. That was my that was that was one of my go tos at the Starbucks. Well, we've done 50 of these, Megan. Should we hold on to the rest? We should, except we should probably answer... 58? 58, yeah. Okay. So in your first 100 episodes, who was your favorite guest? I know what you're doing and who you're... When, that you're fishing for an answer, so I'm going to say jean shorts. <laughs> I... Unfortunately, my favorite guest interview is one in which I was not present. <laughs> With Mark Michelle. <laughs> yeah. And it still kills me to this day. I'm extremely sorry, Mark Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I did I would say I did enjoy um very truthfully when Gene Schwartz was our guest. Me too. Um, He's a funny dude. I also liked it when Aaron Aaron was here, that was fun. They were all fun. There's, there's They're no, all we have, fun. There was no bad yeah. guest. No. Um, They've all been good people. But I'm assuming that this is a question from Amanda. Yes. Which is why I went in that direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured. Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's it. Are we done? I don't know. Do you want to be done? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I super need to pee, so... <laughs> um, before we do... Before we go... Yes. Is there... Other than, like, The King, which I have not watched yet, anything cool that you're reading or watching lately? Um... New and interesting? I really liked The King. I'm interested for other people to see it because... Um... I would like to... Well, I want to talk about it with you because I think... Yeah, I don't want to spoil with what my criticism of it maybe or may not be um but i think it's just a really interesting film and shocks me how talented joel edgerton is he fucking wrote it and he's great in it um and he's super underrated uh continuing to watch broad church can't wait for the crown this week i saw a preview for uh outlander season five which comes on air in february and i was like well that's not that many months away no, not at all. Megan, are you just gonna... Are we gonna just mainline fucking um, The Crown on Sunday? 
Uh, on Sunday. Ooh, I don't know. No? I might have to Wait, do it over two weeks. what day does it come out? I, if I think it comes out the 16th, 17th, isn't it? 17th, so that's Sunday. Yeah, that's Sunday. I'd have to, I'll have to do it over two weekends. Okay. I won't have time to mainline it. Um, so I have been reading a bunch of like stuff for school, but I think I figured out a term paper topic, so that's good. Uh, I'm going to write about hockey stats and why hockey men don't like them. Oh, very From, like, cool. From a sociological perspective. Um, but I was thinking, because you mentioned something... Uh, and the text conversation about like watching Let It Snow and Christmas movies and whatever. So from now yes. until Christmas, I think we can probably manage it that we can talk about like one of these like shitty Christmas movies a week. Yes, and I think so what we should do is like, yeah, and just like say which one we're gonna do like the week before so that yeah, people have advance notice. So do you want to do Let It Snow first? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. And then the one after that will be the Rob Lowe one for sure. For sure. Yeah. Christmas in the wild yes. and then last Christmas should probably be out I think it comes out in theaters it came out in th- it came out yesterday didn't it or Friday the eight? yeah but I think it comes on Netflix like mm-hmm. later right I'm pretty sure like two weeks or something like that I'm pretty sure so yeah so we'll do yeah. let it snow we'll be our next one hopefully next weekend we'll get that all sorted out you betcha all right well that's all we have for this week Thanks for burr, 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 burr. thank you for listening to our answers to all of your questions. And then yeah, we have like ten in the bank now for when people don't send us questions. So that's awesome. Um, They're all from Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a bunch of FMKs in there. I kind of figured. Um, we very much appreciate uh, that you've been with us for a hundred episodes. If you're one of those people who's been with us from the beginning, uh, thanks. Also, why? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you didn't turn us off immediately after one episode, but here we are. Um. Yeah. Is that? Do you have anything else you want to say? No, just like humbled and shocked. A little bit. And surprised to be at a hundred episodes. I know a lot of good TV shows have never gotten hundred episodes. <laughs> well, there's nothing that says that. Yeah, but a lot of bad ones have. So, like, you know, here That's we true. are. Um. But yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to us this week and every week that we put out an episode, which is clearly not every week. Um, but you know, we try. Um, you can find us, uh, find our stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, we have a Twitter account that very rarely gets used. Sometimes I like use it to send messages to myself, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's at Garbage Fire Pod on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Mig14. Um, the Instagram is at Garbage Fire Podcast. Our website is garbagefirepodcast.com and you can email us garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, over the next few weeks, we'll do some Christmas movies and those kind of things and maybe get back to a little bit more regular schedule if we can. Yeah. So psyched. Yeah. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. Hey, meep, 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 meep.